Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers, up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. We're back whoa, with you whoa, once whoa, again. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did good you just morning. say good evening? Good morning, Ben. It's just become, it's become <laughs> habit at this point, isn't it? <laughs> you restart and go again. Press the music. Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers, up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. It is a pleasure to have you all with us on Christmas Eve. Thank you all for joining. How are we all doing this evening? Oh, my laws. Right, play the music again. Play it again. Third time one. Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers, up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Zone Podcast. How are we all doing this morning on Christmas Eve? Thank you all for joining us. It's a uh, hard work this uh, this podcast business. It's a good job we don't do these live. Isn't it? We can edit them out. Uh, let us know how you're all doing. How are we all doing on Christmas Eve? Ange, how are you? Are you all ready for Christmas? I am minging rough today. Oh. Of course, nice. it's bad enough when we're doing them in the evening, and the morning ones when you were for even more challenging. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited for Christmas, so yeah. I can vegetate and watch Christmas films today. Yay! Nice, Carl. You all set? Yeah, mate. Yeah, all good. Um, apart from my missus, she's got a rapper stuff, but she isn't the priority anymore. Christmas is my little boy, so we're, we're we're all ready for him, and he's all he's all wrapped up and good. So yeah, looking forward to it. All sent so, off to Santa. All sent off yeah. to Santa. Exactly it, yeah, Ben. Sorry to, to... Speaking of Santa, um, Chris Dawson can't be with us uh, this morning. Can't be with us this morning. As you know, at this time of year, he's a, he's a very, very busy man. As you can see in the thumbnail, he's a, he's got lots to be doing today, so he can't join us, unfortunately. Uh, but he sends his well wishes to you all and wishes you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, I mean... The game yesterday was a uh, was a bit a bit full on, weren't it? It was uh, a lot to digest. Come ninety minutes, uh, but it was a, it was a good game, all less. We won't spend too long on it because I'm sure everyone doesn't want to reminisce about yesterday as much as, as just hear us chat waffle about Christmas. But Colin, what did you uh, how did you make it the game yesterday? Um, I think I'm going to end up sounding, beginning to sound like a bit of a stuck record, but I tweeted. <laughs> almost straight after the game once again highlighted to me the the, the distinct lack of um leadership uh, on field uh, experience in-game management from the players perspective i have no doubt that he never knows what he's doing and his staff and his, his backroom staff are fantastic that's not an up question my only continued concern is in them type of games when you can see it early in the, in the second half how are we managing? How are we managing that game from now? And unfortunately, and it bloody pains me to say it, but Darren Prattley is a player obviously we know all too much about, and he is not in particular, but he is a type of player in terms of experience and 
know our own leadership that we need and we're screaming out for in the middle of that park. And I've been saying it all bloody season and it's reared its ugly head once again. So I was very, very, very frustrated yesterday. Also frustrated at the lack of reaction in terms of substitutions. Um, as you all know, we're, we're, we're definitely the, the more positive podcast when it comes to our club and players and everything else that goes with it. But I do, I am beginning to get a little bit frustrated with Ian's um, lack of reaction when it comes to things going wrong on the pitch. Um, I kind of get it because I think he believes and he's forever reiterating his, um, what's the word, his belief, I guess, in his players. Um, so I understand why he doesn't like to make rational decisions and stuff because he believes in the players that he's put out that they can do a job. But sometimes it's needed. And I just felt yesterday we needed a little bit of calm in midfield, um, as well as George Johnson played. George, George Thomason played, maybe take him off, put Morley on, get him on the ball, get him just kind of breaking up play a little bit and just kind of kill, try and kill it a little bit. Because um, George can be a little bit erratic from time to time and that kind of fed into them and the way they were playing, I think, a little bit. But who am I to judge? What a rant at five yeah. past in the morning. <laughs> Christ. But yeah, we won. we won though. That's the thing. We won. At the end of the day, we won the football match, and that is ultimately what, what all that really matters. But yeah, it was very frustrating that second half yesterday for obvious reasons. Indeed. And do you, uh, do you remember much of the game yesterday? <laughs> yes. First 10 minutes was cracking. <laughs> and that was it. And then that was it. We completely slowed down, stood off. First half in general was okay, but yeah, that second half we didn't. And Ian kind of mentioned in his post match that we didn't react to what, yeah, but then you've got to tell him to react. Like, what was it, 80th minute, the first sub or something we made? I just, it was just a bit frustrating. Um, but it's a three point pod, so I'm going to be a happy clapper. And I don't care how we get them three points as long as we keep getting them. And ultimately, that's all that really matters, isn't it? You know, people can harp on about the performance, they'll concede the two goals, the lack of in-game management, but we won't. So it doesn't really matter, does it, to be honest? It was early. It was early for a few minutes. <laughs> we we gone away. No one's perfect. Right. We're not perfect. We've got lads playing in League One for a reason, so sometimes we've got us. Level our expectations a little bit. I have. Oh, that's the wrong way. Um, just put my chair down instead of up. Um, right, I've got some uh, Christmas questions for you. If you're watching at home, then you can get involved and you can uh, fire in your answers and we'll, we'll pick some out. Um, but first one what is the best Christmas day dessert? Are you uh, a traditional? Christmas pudding, sort of, sort of fella, Colin, or are we, are we more? You know what? Right? I'm not massive, massively into Christmas pudding. I, I, I'll eat it. I like it, but I'm not like. A, and it's weird because I love raisins. I know, obviously, it's kind of low alcohol, and again, that's another staple of it. But I'm not a massive fan of it. I prefer a log, to be honest. Um, yeah, give me. Give Do you me eat that log. in your bathroom? Of the yeah. chocolate variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the chocolate variety, of course. A bit weird. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A, a chocolate log over a, over um, a pudding, personally. Nice, Ange. What about you? 
I am quite traditional, but I I am um, for us it tends to be a trifle that we'll have on Christmas Day. Ugh. Nice. Yeah, you're, uh, Kelly, Kelly's on board with that one. Kelly said trifle. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Uh, her. David Green's gone with uh, Christmas pudding. Leslie's got yeah, profiteroles with good. chocolate sauce. That's a great yeah, shout. Yeah, That's nice. a great shout. Where from, Leslie? Um, Where are you from? Where are your profiteroles from? Janet's got us. I think Janet's gone with cheesecake this year, which is completely rogue for her. So Cheesecake? Cake minute cheese. Bloody hell. <laughs> I think it's in the shape of a reindeer or something. I don't know. <laughs> What's everybody saying? Christmas so pudding. David Green's got Christmas pudding. Kelly's agreed with 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 Ange and gone for a trifle, uh, and Leslie's gone profiteroles with chocolate sauce. Any more for any more? What are your what's your, your Christmas day lineup looking like? Uh, Francis has asked. Let's not dwell on this too much because I think people are here to talk about to talk about football. Well, then you know what I mean. We don't want people switching off all the Christmas puddings. It's Christmas special, Colin. We can't sit and bore people to death with football. Uh, what what do we drink at Christmas? What's your chosen beverage, Eno? What do I not drink at Christmas? <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Ooh, show and tell. I always like this. I like a glass of fizz. I love a Bailey's. Cheeky Bailey's at nice. night when you've when you got your feet up and you're watching some shy film. I'll show you. Speaking so, of really, films, really actually, not so much. Stir up almond. Oh, that's a good choice. Which is a pretty solid staple in, in my house anyway. Good choice. Bottle of 2018 red wine, which is, I think that's 13.5%, so that's pretty solid. And for later on in the evening, a bit of Jack Daniels. So that's me. Christ. You can all have by the way. That's just like, you know. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Um, David Green's a Guinness Guinness man. Leslie's got Bailey, same as you, Ange. Decent lineups again. Um, I tell you what, I've um become quite partial to him. Uh, I also don't mind a bit of red wine, Cole. I'm uh, I'm with you on that one. But I don't know if any of you have had uh Kraken spiced rum. That uh the black cherry one of that is is re really quite nice. Kelly said, she, we, know, we know why you're not going to Lincoln. <laughs> I'm always Lincoln, Kelly, because I'm seeing my parents on Boxing Day. So they take priority, apparently. You're rude. Right, we'll go with one more Christmas question. Uh, what is your favourite Christmas film? Let us know in the comments. What's your favourite Christmas film? And is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes, yeah. it is. Straight away, yeah. <laughs> right, good answers. Don't bother putting it in the chat with uh, unanimously deciding on that one. <laughs> I have several favourite Christmas films. I really struggle to... I, I have childhood ones that... I like really special, like Santa Claus the movie, because that was pretty much the big film when I was little. And that's really nostalgic for me, that film. Um, Francis just agreed with you on that one. Yeah. But then I love Home Alone. Yeah, it's really difficult, isn't it? It's really, really difficult. 
I'm going to watch loads of them today. I'm going to watch as many as I can today. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is an absolute staple in our house. That's class. It's a class film. If you're not seeing that, then you need to. Uh, I think it was on. Did I watch it? It was on the other night, that. Big fan of pretty much, well, all the, the Grinches, actually, as well. I'm, I love the Grinch. Especially, like, I've been that deal in the last couple of years. He, he likes watching the cartoon versions, which are actually pretty good, actually. So I'm all for them. And yeah, obviously, Elf is 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 the king in my eyes, yeah. with fo closely followed by by Home Alone. They're my choices. I would have to go with I think either Home Alone or Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's a bit of a classic. It's a good one. I think it's on today. The original. I think it's on today. Can oh, Leslie yeah. expand on that a little bit? She said, "Anyone that makes me cry." Why do you want to cry at Christmas? What's, what's that about? <laughs> it's got me a bit laugh. It's the wrong colour. Well, yeah, I guess. Right. Shall we uh, shall we get back on track with uh, some football then? Yeah, let's do it. If we must. <laughs> right. So, coming up next, Colin, do you want to remind us who we're playing? Yeah, I'm all for reminding us who we're playing. We're playing Lincoln City away. Tomorrow, Boxing Day. Uh, no, not tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Boxing Day, not tomorrow. I keep thinking it's Christmas Day today. I don't know why. That'd be pretty And if you, if you haven't watched it, me and Colin did a, did a pre-match with Jake from that yeah. podcast. Yeah, so that, that League One podcast, uh, Jake, he's one of the co-hosts on that show. We did a preview um, a couple of days ago, yeah. Um, obviously able to catch up on all the usual places and it was a good chat gives us a bit of an insight into lincoln and kind of what their season's been like so far um they last played dead for yesterday they lost 3-1 away at derby um so they've they've drawn three and of the last five and winning two um in total um so yeah managed by michael scabula which is a former Leeds united coach as well pointed in november um, they're averaging generally around 1.33 a game, something like that. Um, they're in their abouts, so they're not the, the the most in form of teams either, not the best sides. But I think Jake was saying that the pretty majority of their fan base is pretty pretty happy on where they are in terms of the league and kind of their expectations to kind of work to finish around that mid-table place. So, um, yeah, should be a challenging game because they always are on boxing day aren't they because obviously you know they like to have a, a decent crowd and all that type of stuff but the boys and girls that are going down there make yourself obviously loud and proud and yeah let's that bring proud. three points absolutely to tell you a little bit more about our game on boxing day we've uh we've got the resident stat man in house with you and uh we'll hand over to callum for just the most amazing little segments just Ever. So get a load of this one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, the fans of the podcast. I am, of course, the stat man in my Buddy the Elf t shirt. However, this episode is not sponsored by Elf. All the Christmas movies are available. I hope you're having a great Christmas period. No, I am. And I hope you'll have a great day tomorrow. But let's be honest, nobody's here for that. And if you are, you're the wrong place. So get out. We're for the 40 and the 40 only. So, Boxing Day. Bolton are playing Lincoln, of course. They sit ninth in the table. But they, they have had a good rest since the last game because they played on Thursday. 
and of course you got played on Saturday. Main things to talk about them. Um, they've scored four less goals than they've expected to at this point in the season. That's only a good thing for you. And um, they don't like to have a lot of the ball. They tend to sit off a bit and then let the other team play. So that obviously suits Bolton as well. And uh, another very interesting thing. that They don't, don't really like to cross the ball. Actually, the lowest crossing stats in the league by quite a bit. They only do 2.6 crosses per game on average. So if I was ever, I mean I'm not obviously, in case you can't tell, uh, I'd sit, when you're not going to ball, sit narrow, let them go wide, because they're not going to put it in the box, and if they do, they're probably not going to score. Uh, they also don't really press, but uh, again, that sort of suits you, so you should be fine. So you can play through, you'll have a lot of the ball, and you should, if you play your football properly, you, you will beat uh, Main, their best player, sorry, is uh, Ethan Hachen. Uh, Apologies, Ethan. I've butchered your name. Uh, he's probably the best player this season. He's a well-rounded central midfielder. Uh, not much more to say about him, really. He's just an all-round good player. But the, uh, something interesting, he was the most fouled player against Derby, which was Lincoln's last game, and he won eight out of nine of his ground jewels. So, you know, he, he is a good player, and there's definitely something to look out for. But... Uh, Ask me, I'm signed off, and I, I have got a pun this week, uh, as per, but this is awful, right, and it's not, it's not Lincoln, I'm just, I've just got a Christmas one, so, what did Adam say to Eve on the 24th of December? It's Christmas, Eve. Don't worry, I'll, I'll see myself out. Have a good Christmas. See you in a bit. We've brought to you, live from the North Pole, our very own Father Christmas. What is going on? There you go. Take, take away the rest of the show. Santa, you can just you can do it from here. Me and Andrew are going to have a, have, a, have a bear view. You can just take it from here. Um. Yeah. What do we think of uh, the Snapman? I'm impressed. He's a, he's a, he's a king of puns. Well, oh, we're back. And bad Christmas jokes. <clears throat> Can't get much better, can you? But he did actually echo what Jacob said to us on Friday about that Ethan fella. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, midfield was signed from somewhere up in Scotland, I think. St Mirren, was if it? If you want to, to, to find or, or hear a little bit more from Callum, um, or read some more from Callum. He's just done a Bolton Christmas story for us. So some stuff about our Boxing Day games, Christmas player names, all sorts. Um, so if you want to go and have a read of that, I'm going to pop a link in the chat, and you can spare some time this afternoon if you fancy. If you want to read a little bit about Bolton's Christmas uh, history, then you can do exactly that. We chat some football for a sec. Francis has made, made a point that I think we should delve into a little bit. Uh, it says, on a serious note, guys, we will have to play a lot better than we did yesterday to get the result going to be a tough game. I presume away um, on Boxing Day is referring to. I'm inclined to agree with that, Francis, but certainly from the second half perspective, I thought we were we just didn't react, did we, to what was going on in front of us? And um, yeah, I think if we play like we, we, we did in the first half, then we'll batter them. I think we can't shy away from the fact that we were fantastic in in that first half. 
um, yeah, we're just pouring second, and you tend to remember the negatives over the positives, don't you? Um, which is, I think, that's kind of normal from football fans' perspective. Um, very uh, recency bias in your mind pro- thought process because obviously yesterday we were walking out kind of like we'd lost, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, think, I agree. We, we've played the way we did in the second half, we, we, we might struggle on Boxing Day. On a, on a note on that second half and, and the frustration that came from the, the lack of substitutes to, to affect the game, do you think Ian Everett perhaps has his eyes on the fixture list? Obviously, seeing that we've got three games on the 26th, 29th, and then the first in what's quite a congested, you know, run of games. Do you think that's probably playing on him a little bit? And he's thinking, I want to get through it without too many too many bodies going missing. It's got to be for me. That's got to be the reason why. Um, because we needed some subs yesterday, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has to be that. But I mean, I think it's a combination of that, but also what I said before about him, it's his sheer belief in his in his team that he pops out, and he he obviously believes that what 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 were their abilities and how they, how they can kind of manage that game because he sees them every day. But yeah, as I said to you before, my little rant, it, it was I think it's sort of screaming out for that little bit of uh, nerves yesterday in the middle of the park just to kind of set it a little bit. And I think that's probably the reason why Cameron Jerome came on as well. Later on, just to kind of like get yeah. get a bit of experience on the pitch and try and get it get it to stick and, and and kind of get people kind of kind of singing from that same hymn sheet in the last, the last few minutes because he looked at six and sevens in the yesterday. They, I think it was, I've seen the word spineless on on a few comments on social media. I'm not I'm talking about that. Just lack of experience, I think it is in game. Absolutely. And you said it before, players like Darren Prattley, who, you know, you can't ask for anything more in terms of a, a footballing leader and football brain. He's uh, he's, he's got what it takes to, to impact games and uh, and spur teams on. I'd ask Ian Everett, why, why we haven't got that experience, you know, when Kieran Lee left last season. And, you know, it was obvious that we were lacking then, I think. You know, from a seniority point of view, I'd love to know why why that wasn't a target in the summer. What was the thought process behind that? Um, I'll ask him at the end of season awards. Do it, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, possibly something we could look at in January. I would assume. Uh, I mean, we got Cameron Jerome in, um, but obviously, you want that experienced leader to be able to you know, play pretty consistently. Um, and I would imagine that they come at a pretty hefty price tag. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, and I think it, especially because of what the demand, the demands that we would have on on that player as well, and, and obviously their abilities to be able to play in our system. Obviously, that would therefore mean that they were probably going to be playing at a higher level, which would obviously cost a lot of money, wouldn't it? So that's probably maybe one of the reasons why. But yeah, it's a bit annoying. It is. It is when you can see that we we definitely need it. Um, Going to chuck back some uh, Christmas questions. Obviously, it is the Christmas special. Uh, in case Collins' Santa hat didn't give it away. Um, I like it, by the way. I'm so, not want to react before when I put it on, but do you like it? Is it nice? It's lovely. It's lovely. It suits you. Really brings out the the colour of your eyes, mate. Thank you. Tired eyes. Right. Pink Christmas trees, yes or no? Absolutely not. No. Next. Move on. Thank you. Oh, God, thanks. 
If I have one biggest pet peeve about Christmas, it's people who have stupid coloured Christmas trees. <laughs> Define stupid coloured though, Ben. Pink. Pink. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, oh, it's just horrific. Got, you know when you go to like B&M or something and you see all these pink decorate. Oh, it's horrendous. The fact you're going to B&M is probably the reason why you see pink Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two Christmas trees. I've got one in the living room and one in the, the back, back kind of kitchen dining area. And we've, one of them's a very green, traditional green, and like with the red and all that type of malarkey on it. And one's a green one with snow on it, you know, like spring oh, yeah. in the snow. That's about as exotic as, as it's getting, I think. What area. about you, Ange? What are your Christmas trees looking like? Are you pretty traditional or do you have. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm at my girlfriend's house right and she's got her christmas tree in the corner now oh. when i tell you it's horrific it's horrific right so i'm just gonna go and grab a ball ball and you just tell everyone what you have on yours <laughs> i'm a green tree girl and it is decorated in white and silver and blue lovely very smart i would imagine christmas tree is it it matches my living room decoration <laughs> Very nice. Have you got any Bolton related uh, items on your Christmas tree? I don't actually, but I might have what? a bolt. I know, but it wouldn't like the ones you get from the club shop aren't my taste. You wear a hoodie with a giant Bolton badge in the middle of it. Yeah. Like I'm very I'm very particular you about the tree. Badge on your Christmas tree, not your style. If it was in silver, then I would have it. Spray paint it then. <laughs> Someone will do one on Etsy, I'm sure. I've got three. You know what I did <laughs> before this old one, Mayor? Do you know this, the, the car air fresheners that you can Yeah. It's a Bolton badge. I got, I got one of them and stuck it inside the tree. So it's like quite deep, deep inside the tree. You can see it, but it's kind of like subtle. And it took my missus like a few few weeks to see it in the tree. So I go away with that and it's still there. So. <laughs> right. Back. Pet peeves of Christmas. Just, just look at this. Um, <laughs> what is the chicken nuggets? Golden nuggets. Is she good? Is she um, collecting disabled? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might be colourblind. Actually, she'd have to have to have a pink decoration on a tree. It's horrific. Look at this one. You make sure you put... Oh. God. This is where all this pink stuff's coming from that you're talking about, isn't it? It's, it's awful. Oh, she's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, he needs bog washing. Uh, anyway, so... Christmas football. trees are very personal. They're very personal. You've just got to leave people to it. Yeah, that's That's really bad. I'd move on. She's watching me. <laughs> she's literally um, away from you as you speak. Right. So, <laughs> Boxing Day. Um, what do you think the, the, the result's going to be, Colin? What are you hoping for? Uh, Jake was adamant that we were going to beat him, weren't he, Ange? He was. He really was, which makes me very nervous. <laughs> and just to plug, plug that again, Jake's a, a lovely lad and he speaks a lot of sense. So if you don't ordinarily listen to the preview shows, I, I'd recommend it just as a bit of 
someone to listen to, especially if you're driving down there to, to tomorrow. Um, it's, it's interesting. Not saying tomorrow. What's wrong with you two? It's, that, it's, it's the evening and we're playing Christmas Day. I've got a lot of me in mind thinking about Christmas. Sorry for one box in there. Sorry. Um, yeah, if you're going, if you're driving down there, it's, it's worth a listen to anyway. Um, I think we will win two one. Just I think it'll be a late one. One of our late late goals. Two one. And I know we don't make predictions, but how are you feeling? What are you thinking the result's going to be? Do you reckon we'll uh, come home we, happy? We need to come out like we did in that first end yesterday, and we'll be grand. And that's all I'm going to say. That's something I've not. I don't think I've seen many people speak about that. A lot of people have concentrated on the second half, but that first ten minutes. If you want, you know, the 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 best example of Ian Everett football, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Just. Well, that's it. That's why it's frustrating. That's what I was saying before about people's reactions after the game, and rightly so. To be fair, like. We're on a bit of a, a rant over the fact that we were poor in that second half, but in the first half we were fantastic, and you, you can't kind of get away from that. Do you know what I mean? Um, this is an interesting point. We need a minimum seven points in the next three games. Uh, I presume that is that is to try and catch up Pompey, I would suspect, because they dropped points yesterday, didn't they? They did. Most, most teams drop points. You know, this is what happens. I think Everett's saying it every single week. We're not. You're not going to be the only ones that, that, that drop points. Do you know what I mean? So, and I don't think they, they won't have been expecting to drop points against Fleetwood either. So, no, absolutely not. No, that's a good, that's a really good result. And it just shows, doesn't it? If only 56 fans turn up away from home, you can still get a result away from home. All <laughs> about the fans that you take to the ground, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I think what, to be fair, then, if, if you look at the next three Lincoln away, Fleetwood away, and Burn at home. I think seven points is a is a pretty realistic, you know, tally. Nine points would be amazing, but there's some fixtures in there. I saw a post actually before, um, and it was I think we've already played first, second, third, fourth, and fifth or something. Yeah, and we've got a game in hand on whoever's in second place, and we could go second obviously if we win it. So I think all things considered, we're doing all right, aren't we? There's uh, I think, yeah, exactly. I think if, if obviously if people would people would have took that before the start of the season, wouldn't they? I would suspect. Um, yeah. but you'd, you'd have thought we were like stuck in the table the way people react and the way people are talking. Like, if this is us, if this is us not very good, then I think we're in for a pretty exciting second half of the season, aren't we? Let's be honest. Yes, the way definitely, it's 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 madness. Where one more the expectation level, I'll tell you what, you have to temper your expectations if we get promoted next season because we're getting we'll be getting beat most weeks. So, <laughs> honest to god, you've you got to settle yourself down ahead of next season because we're going to get battered. We have to just stay up next season. That's simply the, the if we do get promoted, yeah. that simply has to be the target. And all this yeah. going on, ludicrous rants talking about players not having backbones and soft underbellies and all that stuff is ridiculous. It's just react. You're just reacting to, to what what you're seeing, but you we've got to look at the bigger picture. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Who said Santa Claus wasn't a jolly old fella? <laughs> but this is a positive podcast, isn't it? This this is the Bolton One just positive. I think we should change the name of it then. The Bolton One just positive. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll go for a rebrand. Well, I mean, I think that 
closes off this afternoon. No, no, stop it. This morning's Christmas special. Can't believe you didn't let me do one of the match. What's wrong with you? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, we all know who it's going to be, but we'll run it anyway. Um, so, without further ado, we'll hand over to Ange for her Banzo Man of the Match. Obviously, it's not purely my man of the match. It's a team effort. <laughs> we would like your we would like your nominations in the chat, please. Who did it for you yesterday? Who was your outstanding player yesterday? Benjamin. Uh, Mr. Magnetic Helmet himself, uh, Mr. Will Forrester. He was absolutely fantastic. And I tell you what, for him, what impresses me more than his his natural ability that he's clearly got. Nice way going then. You are. I don't impress meme. I thought he was now singing. <laughs> Christmas special. Sorry, go on. Oh no, that, we're not that podcast. Um, <laughs> so I, I tell you what, for him to his natural ability is already you know re, he, he's so impressive, and considering we got him from Port Vale where he wasn't rated very highly i mean you look at him now and you're wondering he could walk back into that team um well he but... was he was rated highly at Port Vale. they just said that he's subject to a couple of little mistakes from time to time that's what that's what yes. they said yeah, okay they yeah that's fair enough they, they were um, that's why they booed him well, i mean why but that's why they booed him when we went back there a few a couple of months back but yes um so his natural ability is really impressive but for him to constantly do that after being in and out of the team and for him to get taken out and then come back in and consistently play at that same level and impress as much as he does, I think that's a real testament to his character. You know, his head doesn't drop when he's out of the team. He comes straight back in and shows us what he's capable of. And I think for a young lad to be able to do that is uh, is, is massively impressive. Mm. Yeah. I agree. He's a proper professional, isn't he? Yes, absolutely. Colin, who are you going for? Um, I think it's hard to, hard to um, say anything else other than than Forrester, to be fair. But I, I did I did think that Jon played pretty well yesterday, especially in that for the probably for the first hour maybe. But I do think that unfortunately, unless he starts to last out games properly, like when he gets a chance, I think this could be his last season with us. To be honest, yeah. I, I don't. I think he's, he seems to be lacking that in, in that to, to kind of play the whole game and i, it, I don't like it because I, I love the guy i think he's arguably our, our best footballer um in terms of ability natural ability and stuff but um yeah he's he's worrying me that he's not going to be with us next season because i don't think he's going to be able to hack it in, in the championship if we do get promoted but I, I did think he played pretty well yesterday and i'm a i'm a advocate of attackers more than defenders personally so um for his contribution in that first half and his assist, I thought was great for the first goal as well. Just shows how it's technically how good he is. Um, I'm going to give it to Jon Daddy, Bob Larson. One because I prefer attackers over other defenders, basically. That's fair enough. Um, so the chat is predominantly for Forrester. Um, I think Ian thinks similar to you that he that JDB was in for a shout as well. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah um, but other than that, and, and I, it's absolutely 
from me. I'm going to agree with the chat and with Benjamin, and we're going to go it to William Forrester. Yeah, I th he needs to. He needs to keep his place, doesn't he? Yeah. He well, then he probably with Geth off. He probably has got a really good chance now to. Mm, yeah. That'll be his. With Geth going, that'll be his. And I think there might be the possibility that we bring in um, someone else to as backup to Forrester. But I would be unbelievably surprised if Forrester doesn't take Geth's spot last as away because he's shown he's capable numerous times. Absolutely. Oh, he's definitely he's definitely good enough. He, he's good enough to be playing on our team every week. To be fair, I think his composure is yeah. one of the most impressive attributes that he's got, and his ability on obviously the ability on the ball is is a, is a bit of an asset. That lad, it's exciting. He's got a massive head as well, hasn't he? He just he's like he just gets in the way of everything. He's just really really good lad. Um, and. I think there's big things to come from from Will. The back line as a whole, I think, has got really quite good potential. You look at Jono, Forrester, Towell. Um, I think Santos is probably capable of making Towell. the jump. Towell is in Towell. 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 Just, right, stop it. Um, <laughs> thank you all. And we're not doing this again. Um, thank you all very much for joining us on Christmas Eve. For those of you who've tuned in, that is um, that is some commitment to the cause. We appreciate Aww, it. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, we, well, yes. we wasn't expecting. We wasn't. We were chatting before we went live, and we, we kind of thought we'd obviously put this out mainly for obviously pre-record purposes, I guess, and it like for people to listen back to or whatever uh, on on the travels or whatever they're up to. But we didn't expect like twenty people to be joining joined oh. us on, on on this. So yeah. Thank you very much. Um, goes without yes. saying as well, have a wonderful Christmas and New Year. Uh, look after yourselves, look after your family, relax, enjoy yourselves, be sensible. Um, and thanks very much for all your contributions this this, this season. Enjoy. And all Jerry Springer on us there. Oh. Well, speaking <laughs> the truth, isn't it? Yeah, yes. uh, to all of you... To all of you who have wished us uh, a Merry Christmas in the chat, a Merry Christmas to you all too. Uh, thank you all for a wonderful year. Yeah, it's been great. And we will uh, we'll catch you in the next one. So until yeah, then, have a lovely Christmas. Tra, all the best. Yeah.